0: What do Eric Carlson, Luke Shen, and Jakob Csukran all have in common? Well, they're defenders, and apparently they've all been linked to the Winnipeg Jets in some capacity. Some more official, others just speculating. We're going to dive into what these three players could bring to the Jets and how on earth Winnipeg might even begin to afford players like Carlson on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. Hello friends and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at living Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Nice to Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is 100% free of charge and injures. You never miss another episode, but most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Now, like I said, you know, tonight's episode is going to be focused on defenders because for some reason, you know, with all of the Timo Meyer speculation and stuff, suddenly the Jets are being linked to defensemen because that's clearly the number one need of this team. Uh, let's be real, all right? The Jets' defense, it's its decent. It's better than decent in some areas. It's below par in others, depending on which pairing you're looking at and some individual results. But make no mistake, the Jets don't have the worst defense in the league. In fact, considering where this Jets' blue line was uh, a couple of seasons ago, you know, it's its not bad. I mean, it's decent. Uh, it, it is error-prone. You will see the Jets get punished on turnovers and like the brain farts per 60 can be a little bit on the high side. But generally speaking, you know, Dylan, Sandberg, DeMello, Morrissey, uh, Schmidt, to an extent, that's a really good group of five. Sometimes Stanley can even put up some pretty decent numbers. Um, Pionk is where things have kind of, well, let's just say they've nosedived. Uh, Pionk has really struggled this year, and it's no secret that I think the Jets are, are wondering about him long term there's been increasing speculation about the Jets maybe looking for a defender, uh, specifically somebody who would play on the right side. And so enter Luke Shen. Shen is a player that I wasn't really tracking all that closely, other than as somebody who might be like a depth defender for the Jets. uh, Luke is actually not bad. You know, the the past season or so he's been significantly improved uh, from what I used to think of him. And like, you know, Shen's not the kind of player that I think is a difference maker for most teams. But if he were to supplant somebody like Pionk, right, suddenly you have a guy who's put up decent offensive numbers and surprisingly okay defensive results on a Canucks team that has, quite honestly, one of the biggest tire fire blue lines out there. If you kind of look more at Shen's individual results, he doesn't seem so bad, right? And so what would he cost? Well, probably something in the neighborhood of I would, I don't know, like a third round pick or something, and maybe one, uh, f- like fifth or sixth round pick, maybe a second on the higher end. It's not going to be a particularly expensive deal for the Jets, though. Say they were to bring in Shen, uh, I would say it's, it's probably going to be the kind of move that I don't really feel moves the needle unless Pionk suddenly starts getting less minutes. If you can get Neil into a more manageable situation or you know somebody wants to acquire him in a trade it would make the shen deal a, you know a lot more sensible but otherwise in a vacuum i mean luke won't really change uh, the scope of this team but you know as far as players that the jets could be linked to not that bad now the name that is more on the speculative side but you know i've seen some jets fans and some folks on twitter talking about it is eric carlson now he hasn't really directly been linked to the jets other than tangentially, just because the Jets have been scouting San Jose a lot, people are kind of doing some thought uh, experiments on what a Jets trade involving Carlson might even look like. As of right now, it does seem like the Edmonton Oilers might be in the neighborhood of of thinking about it. Uh, somebody who does radio analysis, Bob Stouffer for the Oilers, uh, his quote said something along the lines of a 2023 first, uh, Evan Bouchard. Xavier Borgo, um, and like two contracts, uh, Tyson Berry and somebody else. And so basically the package is like two to three first round kind of prospects or picks. Uh, and then, you know, some roster players, which that's a heavy hitter package Would the Jets even have anything quite like that. Well, if you were to look at Winnipeg's approach, it would be something like Lambert or Lucius Heinle. Uh, well, maybe Lucius as well, to be honest, Um, and then something like Pionk and Appleton, maybe that's the closest I could really think about it. Uh, but I I don't know, Eric Carlson with retained salary for the jets would be sensational. I mean, make no mistake. If you were to trade for Carlson, you would be okay with missing out on Timo Meyer. Would I prefer Timo Meyer still? Yes. Would I be upset about Carlson instead? Absolutely freaking not. Uh, He's an amazing, extraordinary, Norris level player. He would be a game changer for the Jets, but I have a really hard time seeing him uh, coming to this team. And honestly, you know, long term, right? You might be able to get a little bit further bringing Meyer in and extending him long term instead of going with Carlson, who, you know, is getting up there in age. He's had some injury concerns over the past couple of seasons. He continues to play through them because apparently he's just the Terminator, but. Yeah, I mean Carlson at some point you will probably expect him to start slowing down. It's not really hitting yet, but you know, down the road how many seasons will he keep going at this rate? I I don't know. But all that to say, I really love Carlson. There's probably some fantasy scenario where he does join the Jets. I don't think it's it's all that likely. You know, it has to be less than like a 2% chance at this point, but keep an open mind. I mean, the Jets are one of those teams that literally could do anything this trade deadline. Now, just because they can do anything doesn't mean that they will. Let's make it clear. But I really don't know what the Jets are going to do this year. This is probably one of the most exciting trade deadlines Winnipeg has had, and they also have lots of competition. So let's hope the Jets kind of win out because there is one other player uh, that Winnipeg apparently got linked to by David Pagnota today, and we'll dive into this particular defender and why he presents a very interesting value proposition but maybe comes with a few caveats, especially if the Jets are going to be throwing some major assets at him. We'll dive into this player in just a moment, but before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000, and that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. It's a great opportunity. They offered it for their Super Bowl Sunday special, and now they continue to offer it for some of their other great sports. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from money line to point scores to the number of threes drained. If you're a Steph Curry fan, maybe you're hoping that he can help lead a bounce-back season from the Golden State Warriors Maybe you want to cast a few championship bets on the Celtics or maybe some surprise teams that have continued to uh, climb the standings. Whatever you're into following this basketball season, FanDuel has your back with a super secure, easy-to-use app, and they even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NFL, of the NBA. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us uh, on this discussion of Jets defenders or potentially future Jets defenders. Now, we talked about Luke Shen and we talked about Eric Carlson. One of those players has been directly linked to the Jets. The other, you know, more tangentially, more in speculation and conversations about Eric Carlson's future in the NHL and where he might end up next and what teams could actually, you know, begin to afford his contract. It's a small number, and the Jets just happen to be one of them. Now, Shen makes a lot of sense for where the Jets are, how they usually make trades, and all that kind of stuff. But Shen is also not the kind of player that really changes the landscape for Winnipeg, right? Carlson would. Carlson legitimately would reshape this blue line, reshape this team, and ultimately change uh, the next several years of Jets hockey because he's still got some term on his deal and he's playing at like a Norris caliber level. So a lot to consider there, but let's be real. It's not happening. Eric Carlson to Winnipeg, probably a pipe dream. Now, one name that has recently come up uh, in conversation and was actually just linked yesterday from a David Pagnota article, was Jakob Chikrin. Chikrin is a very interesting player for me because at one point I didn't really know what the length of his NHL career was going to be looking looking like. He had some injury concerns. It was a little bit worrying, and it was kind of disappointing because he had a really bright future uh, for a while that looked like it might be dimming thanks to missing quite a few portions of a season. Now, past couple of years, he's been able to get back into the lineup more frequently. He's been doing pretty well for the arrows and the coyotes, uh, but now he's getting benched because, well, when you think about it, right, the 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 yotes aren't really up for risking a, a top end player like him. Chickering is signed for I don't know two or three more years. I think something along that those lines, around five or five and a half million. I want to say, uh, don't have his contract handy right now, but I recall it being pretty darn good value. And so for the Jets, right, you're looking at a, a very expensive package, probably in the neighborhood of what uh, Eric Carlson was, uh, you know, going to fetch. I think Arizona was asking something like two first rounder slash A-level prospects, uh, probably a roster player and maybe one more roster player or prospect, something to sweeten the pot. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a huge package. I don't believe that there are a ton of teams that could really pull it off. And it sounds like Chikrin was scratched for a potential deal with the LA Kings. Now, that hasn't materialized yet. There were rumors that it might happen before Monday. But then it seems like something may have changed because all of a sudden the Jets have been suggested as being linked. And I don't think this is the first time the Jets have come up in conversation with uh, Chikrin's name. Just because Jakob is a really aggressive puck-moving D, he's a righty, he's got a great shot, great passing, And in a lot of ways, he would very much fit what the Jets are looking for. Now, I don't even know how the Jets would really accomplish this. The only thing I could see is you send like a Lucius or Lambert, a first rounder, um, maybe, uh, I don't know, a Chisholm or something or a Heinola, and then probably another second or a third round pick or something like that. uh, Plus Pionk as part of this huge package, mostly futures. Then you've got a roster player in Pionk to make the salary work. And uh, Chikrin, you know, joins the Jets and becomes the de facto number one right side of Blue Liner. So for me, I I think that there is a, a fit there, but I just don't really think in terms of how these teams would balance the sheets and from what other teams might be able to offer Arizona, I don't think it makes as much sense. And I don't think for me, Chikrin quite moves the needle as much as a Carlson. If you're looking at spending that many assets, right? For me, I think you really want to go for goal scoring. And who better than Timo Meyer? I I just feel like Timo is a bigger difference maker for what the Jets are looking for right now. Eric Carlson would be a bit of a different story because of how transformative uh, and how offensively gifted he is. I mean, he's basically a fourth forward on the ice. But Chikrin doesn't really have that same level of impact necessarily. Still a phenomenal player. Still very much would be a great addition for the Jets. But you're kind of starting to enter the territory of where you're looking at, okay, you know, pound for pound value for uh, picks. What are you really exchanging and what are you getting? And I think for the Jets, their primary need right now is just finishing talent. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that is still kind of holding this team back. And I know people will say, well, they just beat the the Blackhawks like 4-1, but that's Chicago. Everyone kind of does that to Chicago, except for a handful of teams that for some reason have struggled against them this year. But Generally speaking, you know, they're at the bottom of the standings for a reason. We've seen what this team looks like against quality opponents, and the Jets' top six can can get by, but they really need support. And so for me, Carlson would be the only defender on that list that I think would offensively change the dynamic of this team. Uh, Chikrin and Shen would be huge, huge upgrades on Pionk, but I don't know if the Jets are willing to um, try and make not only the roster situation work, but the cap situation with respect to somebody like Chikrin. Uh Shen would be relatively easy to fit with some work. But you know, still at the end of the day, you're looking at JVR as well, uh, Reams, Van Reemstek from the the Flyers. You're also looking at Timo Meyer. So a lot of needs, a lot of names being linked to the Jets. Uh, and suddenly Ryan O'Reilly has even entered the conversation as a fit for the Jets. Not that I think that's all that likely, but I mean, there's just so many na- so many names to kind of parse through. And in just a little bit, I kind of want to dive into what I think the Jets really should focus on and what I think they should really avoid as they approach a March trade deadline that, quite honestly, could be one of Winnipeg's best ever uh, deadline scenarios. But before we dive into that, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 for a boost to my immune system, especially as we're approaching the uh, winter months and everything. We know that lots of viruses and stuff are running around and, you know, taking lots of pills and stuff. It's a huge pain. So if you're wondering what AG1 is and why I recommend it, it's just one delicious scoop that helps you absorb 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens. It's rated by over 7000 five star reviews from great folks who are users just like you as well as pro athletes, pro trainers, and just about everyone in between. It costs less than $3 a day, which is a lot cheaper than those cold brew habits. And best of all, it's really healthy for you. It has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or weird artificial chemicals. It contains less than one gram of sugar. It tastes great, and it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you're adhering to keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free restrictions. And like I said, it's a very simple micro habit. It's very easy just to do. So right now it's to reclaim your health. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Reads is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five-free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit AthleticGreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is AthleticGreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. As always, thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We're just wrapping up really quickly with some final thoughts on how I feel like the Jets should really approach this trade deadline. Uh, I think there have been so many names linked to the Jets. Winnipeg itself is uh, apparently doing a lot of scouting, a lot of in-person attending at a number of hockey games from other teams that they would potentially be looking to partner with. And it's time for the Jets to really focus on a couple of uh, areas of particular needs. So the single biggest thing, right, is a top six goal scorer. I don't even care what position they play, just something that is an elite finisher. Now, I, I know that that's asking for a lot, but that would really solve, uh, for Winnipeg, one of the biggest, I would say, um, belly aches right now. I mean, this team, it's good, right? But another top six scorer, especially a wide attacker who has that speed and skill and pace uh, to get into those really dangerous areas would really transform the way that I think this team approaches uh, a lot of their you know, 5v5 structure and the power play. Uh, you know, Ehlers is doing the best that he can post hernia surgery. He's been doing pretty well. A couple of hiccups here and there, but overall has looked pretty good. Uh, Shifley, though, I-, I feel like he's slowing down a little bit so far this season. Still putting up pretty decent numbers, but I do think he could use a- another jolt, another push from another really talented line mate. Um, Dubois still doing pretty well. Kyle Connor also doing pretty well. But you you, you get the general sense that they just need one more piece to help push everyone forward to make those matchups easier, to uh, give Bones more tactical flexibility, and make this team a lot more diverse in attack. I think that is something that's been hard for the Jets when, you know, you've got five or six guys that, you know, everyone knows are your primary scorers, and the rest of the cast is mostly just there to eat up, you know, softer matchup minutes or something and try and not concede which for the Jets can be a bit of a challenge if we're being honest. And that kind of brings me to the second need. Winnipeg is going to have to find a right winger somewhere who's not really terrible. Uh, I don't even mean like a top end right winger, just somebody who can shoot the puck half decently. Um, it's, it's a little bit grim this year. The market for right wings is extremely thin. And to be honest, I just don't really know if there are that many that would be affordable and actually worth trading for. So the Jets might have to load up on offhanded players. I don't really know. How they're going to approach this. Timo Meyer himself is what? I think he's a left shooter, so it's not like he would solve the right wing side necessarily, but you could probably play him there and he'd probably do a pretty decent job. Would prefer righties though if you can if you can really swing it. But I know that there's recently been a focus on like centers in terms of like face-off winners and stuff, and I just that stuff tends to be a little bit overrated. Sometimes face-offs can be situationally, really important, but for the Jets, it's not their primary concern. Uh, Winnipeg doesn't really need to focus on phase off wins as the number one thing they're after. They just need finishing talent. I think that's really the big thing holding this team back. And so you don't have to worry so much about centers, but you do need wingers. I think those wide attackers who can get in behind defenders, who can stretch defensive structures and make those uh, areas along the boards really dangerous for the Jets, that is where Winnipeg will really make it spread and where I think they should devote most of their resources you Bring in one or two cheap other players, I don't really care. Uh, Luke Shen would be fine, certainly. Um, no Taves, preferably, I don't really think he's anywhere near worth trading for. But if you go for Max Domi, totally okay with that. I think that would actually solve a lot of your middle six concerns. Uh, and also bring a guy who apparently is Chicago's uh tied for the, their top scorer. So, yeah, bit of a dire situation with the Hawks, but hey, uh, Domi would actually be a pretty sizable upgrade for this team at a point price point that's probably not huge. One other name to consider that hasn't really gotten a ton of talk, uh, but would also be from Arizona, is Lawson Kraus. So if you trade for Chikrin in Kraus, mm, it's more interesting, right? Not great. Uh, still not Timo Meyer. let's be real, but interesting. Something to keep track of for the long term. Kraus has, what, almost 20 goals this season. He's on track to finish close to or just about at 30 goals. So we'll see if he... Is moved at the trade deadline. I could see him being a really attractive option for a lot of teams, but for the Jets, who knows what they're going to target and who they're going to acquire. We will let you know as soon as we hear the first word of major trade updates and give you our thoughts on how Winnipeg has done once the big day arrives. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. I thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. As always, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on and your favorite podcasting platform of choice. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. See you here tomorrow. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a good night and go Jets go.